please exhibit pay my ride for my grandfather for 9-11 <laughs> for America <laughs> Welcome back. Episode eight of the Boondocks podcast. Um, today we're covering the real. Um, here's our <laughs> Actually, HBO Max synopsis. Hold on, oh, real sorry. Quick, hold on. So yeah, this is an episode. This the episode we're covering is episode eight. What's our episode? Would this be nine? No, this or is 10? still okay. So would you count our live episode? I, I, I no, I, I, I so I, I that that one has not that just exists on YouTube only. I see. So okay. it is not an official episode. All it right. was just it was our hangout for official uh, uh, the Boondocks official election coverage night. Okay. So nice. sorry, sorry so, to interrupt. So, so this is so this is still episode eight. So, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Please continue. <laughs> All right, let's HBO Max synopsis. Uh, while Riley's convincing two reality shows that granddad's blind and running a homeless shelter, Huey is being shadowed by a secret government agent. But is he real? And that's basically what the episode is about, is the fakeness of reality TV and understanding what's real about reality. And, you know, we'll unpack all that shit later. Mm-hmm. But what do you ladies have going on this week? Oh, my goodness. Well... I mean, I mean, first, can I say celebrate the times? I mean, I want to be. I want to. I want. I want to be celebrating right now. Yeah, it was the longest week in history. Let's just say that, like, out of the longest year in history. But um, but wait, there's more. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, I mean, I, of course he's not gonna accept it. Like, come right. on, no, no, <laughs> we no. all he's knew a this. baby. Yeah, he's a baby. But what I loved was just the unity that you saw, yeah. and that people were celebrating like their NBA or MLB or NFL yes. team just all won, over the world, know? not it's just in this country, the world, yeah. like Paris. Right, actually have fireworks. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like, and London, what yeah, that? and what Berlin. There you were know, fireworks yeah. in mm-hmm. Berlin. Yeah, <laughs> um, I thought that was beautiful. I thought that I also like to kind of think like, oh, things, you know, um, everything, <laughs> with, you know, peaches and cream. But I feel deep down that it was the the beginning. Not saying that it was yeah, the yeah. beginning and everything's going to all of a sudden get better. Yeah, but I think it is the beginning of a story that our generation and people around are going to be able to tell and go, I remember when things started to kind of turn around, you know, and I feel like that would be it. I mean, we deserve to have, you know, our society become so much better after the four years oh, of it, ridiculousness. Not that just we the just four started. years. Let's, let's, oh, let's go back. Continue. Let's go yeah, back. Like this shit yeah. has been growing for decades. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, all that. Nah. Sorry, I'm getting all like riled up. It's it's I don't know. It's it's the whole thing is just so frustrating when you think like 
I, I keep bringing up the first election that I ever voted in, which was um, Al Gore and uh, uh, W. And like I felt at that point that I was between a rock and a hard place. I was like, OK, so we've got the boring vice president versus the dumbest shit billionaire. <laughs> and we're in the exact same fucking spot, you know, like Biden's not going Biden's going to do OK with the center but the right is going to fracture and the left is going to fracture unless he like appoints Bernie and AOC to like high up places. And and I just told him that today. I was like, <laughs> Bernie's going to have to work with them. AOC. I mean, one, I so mad at myself that I just found out that she was like a bartender. Oh, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I, did, I did not know that. Yeah, Never but- even more. But let's be honest. He has Kamala. Kamala's about to really be the one that's running that shit. She's about to be talking to Obama. Her Obama be about to be like, okay, Barry, so what do you... I mean, come on. I love... I I, I respect her. I love her. (laughs) Um, You know, there's definitely some things I don't agree with. And I'm just hoping that she doesn't, you know, come out guns a-blazing, even though she doesn't really (laughs) believe in your right to have guns Um, (laughs) a-blazing. But I I think that, one, her fashion's about to be ridiculous dude i am uh, so excited about the pantsuit not being something made fun of i oh, would love to rock a fucking suit with a corset on mm, girl. Oh, i saw some comments girl <laughs> i just didn't have time that day um but am i crazy or didn't they say or did i see on twitter today someone was tweeting about dick cheney advising biden in some way oh, i saw someone said something about that did you dean's okay yeah what? that 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 was re- that was that was bogusly reported that CNN okay. said that 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 uh, Biden was working with Cheney, so that's not true. Okay, I had heard right. that rumor too, but I like I will, looked over I will, it like I will jump in like uh, what's his name Dale Daniel Dale from C- from CNN with the, fact, that, that. with the quick fact check. <laughs> okay, beautiful. I mean, I saw it and I was just like, whatever. I'm not surprised because oh. I'm not buying the shit either. I just I know, like to your point, I look at Gen Z. You're my only hope. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at y'all like. All right, it's on you. I mean, young millennials too. My it was yeah. uh, so our uh, my stepdaughter, Dean's daughter, turned twenty one this week. It was her first presidential election. Her and all her friends, they were so excited and so very proud of being able to do that. Like That's they're awesome. and they're technically millennials because they were born in like ninety nine. Is that right? Yeah. So technically, they're in that generation, but they're like right on that mm-hmm. cusp. I don't know whatever they. Mm-hmm. I know they have I'm the little like, micro generation for you know me they do. like i feel like there's a new <laughs> one every other like year and it's like it's right into between this age and it's like wait i, I thought they crossed right. over like, yeah, they are like in the proud. 80s i was considered gen x but then in the in early 2000s they were like no you're a uh-huh. uh, something else i can't even remember there, yeah. there's a special name for y'all it's like gen x millennial hybrid because my sister that's are, what it is thank you Exennial. Right it, and uh-huh. it's <laughs> You can't just hand something to me. <laughs> I heard him. Um, okay. So CNN did not report Dick Cheney would be advising Joe Biden on foreign policy. The network says um, did not report blah, blah, blah. Considered as an advisor to Joe Biden on foreign policy, according to this guy. Um, just basically saying that that was a rumor that was false. So. Uh, Keep it that way, <laughs> right? Like yeah. we don't need any more. We don't need any more rumors. Sick of it. We don't need any more. You know, Thank God. No fake news. Speaking. Okay, I think this is this needs to be bigger than what I'm seeing. So, 
And I keep bringing it up to Dean. He's like, yeah, I knew about it. Yeah, we've known about. So there is a right wing social media platform. Um, I'm not going to name it because don't want to give them any more business. But mm-hmm. um, it's been around for a few years, but it's had a massive uptick in basically all of the right wingers that are pissed off at Facebook and Twitter. That's where they're going. And there have been numerous screenshots being passed around Twitter of people on that social media platform threatening violence and basically wanting to start civil war. So that's why I'm like, mm, no, they 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 were talking on the news before we came on. Uh, I was watching a little bit um, and they were saying something about and it's so nice how it's been so quiet. We were all so afraid there was going to be unrest. And I'm like, mm, mm. no, it's not over yet. Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> right. And as far as they're concerned, they still have some power. Mm-hmm. Donnie's like, I'm not leaving. Right. We're going to and there's other fucking Republicans saying, yeah, yeah, the president, we don't I, even know. I'm not going to congratulate Joe. He hasn't won anything yet. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of you, all of them are. The only thing they're thinking about is power and their own personal asses. Mm-hmm. Like Trump mm-hmm. doesn't want to lose office because he knows as soon as he's out, he's getting arrested and he's going to have to like, oh, all these millions and billions of dollars. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that, all he of, that he doesn't have exactly mm-hmm. and yeah. like all his friends are gonna get in trouble so they all want him to stay in office because then they won't get in trouble or if they do he'll get them out of it yeah i just i i knew that it was going to be a shit show you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm like oh, everybody just buckle in right and prepare for the worst two-year-old tantrum <laughs> That's going to last 70 days. Like, let's just, and he did it immediately, you know? Yep. Um, same night. I, <laughs> same night. Um, I know I talk to you guys about SNL like every week because mm. I love when, you know, there's something with in politics going on. They get the best people to the come white back. White pantsuit? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I just love that, you know, Jim Carrey is, is Joe Biden said, you know, <laughs> I made it. I was just like, yes, I just... I feel like he probably went in a corner after he like destroyed a room in the White House. Like there's probably a room that it just yellow tape all over mm. it. Don't go in there. After he did that, he probably went into a corner and, you know, started rocking himself and eating cheeseburgers from McDonald's like, you know, incessantly. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for Melania. I'm waiting for the book. Mm. No, there's not going to be a oh. book. She signed a non-disclosure agreement. But mm. I will bet you anything within 90 days of him getting arrested, she has filed for divorce. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, I so. do not see that being a thing now that he is no longer going to have power sticking, Look, you know, sticking around. She papers out of the drawer like an old love letter and she mm-hmm. just looks so often. Pre-nuptial like, agreement. I'd like to play something if I could oh. real quick. Just Please. Congratulate President-elect Trump. I think we all agree this is a stunning election. And clearly an indication... The American people would like to try something new. Congratulations. Was that, six, was that, four that years was, ago? That was four years ago, the day after. Wow. So they can pretend all they want that that, that the media doesn't call it, <laughs> but fuck them. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. how all of a sudden they don't know how elections work. At all. At all. Also, also, can we talk about the fact that there's like all this stuff that the president's trying to say about like voter suppression and voter fraud that was done by the Democrats? And (laughs) you told your people. Right. You told them that. (laughs) And then you go, well, I don't understand how the numbers are changing because they've already counted your votes for those people that 
But no, I, it must be illegal votes because they're still counting it. And it's been a week after oh, yeah. election oh, day. Oh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. that never happens. That right? never has happened before. Oh, my God. And I have I have the shortest attention span when it comes to politics. I pay attention to what is necessary for my own self being and then I move away from it. Mm-hmm, but I mm-hmm. swear to God, even I was like, oh, we're not going to know the fucking answers tonight. I just want to know majority. I just want to see if it's actually going to be as close as everyone's saying. Like you cannot ever. We don't think we've ever really had one that was over quickly. Except maybe. No, well, the no. first the first time Obama was was uh, elected because it seemed like enough. Mm-hmm. Of a landslide. So, so <laughs> announce, announcements happen quickly from from media folks. They have their own little math mm-hmm. election folks who, but they do it they, by state. They're not right. like, and yeah, exactly. And they do. And that. they and, were and, so and, much more careful not to do that this year. At least oh, yeah. CNN. Well, they've I mean, been they've been so much more careful since two thousand. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, with Bush Gore. So, but yeah. so yeah. It, it, so yeah, it happens. What I mean, it happened last twenty sixteen, the night it happened of twenty eighteen. Well, I mean, I'm just talking about. <laughs> yes. We're only talking about yes. presidential elections here. Okay. So. <laughs> When they call, they, they, I mean, I, I remember, uh, Wolf Blitzer calling, calling it for, mm-hmm. uh, f- for Trump, uh, mm-hmm. that happened. That was like the night of, or the very next day. I mean, it was, and then, and Hillary conceded the next day. The mm-hmm. next day. And, yeah. and then she came out the next day after that and said that she conceded, she I called president, president elect Trump, da, 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 and so forth and so on. It, so it went just like every other fucking election went. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and they were showing um, what was that? I, uh, I was Jimmy Kimmel, and they were showing how every other president has conceded and you know given a nice little speech and said blah 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 blah, and we're going to work together. And but no, not this one. Nah. Not this one. I'm going to just drag my feet. My mother-in-law called us earlier and said, she asked my husband, she says, you know, can I ask you a question with all of your education and things? And he said, yeah. And she says. So I'm hearing on MSNBC and CNN that Trump is basically trying to start a dictatorship <laughs> and he is going to have the military. And I'm like, I'm listening to this and I'm like, does she, ri- she no, like, but the fact that well, there is media. I mean, she's, she's putting not- out that, you know, yeah. that rhetoric to a certain audience. Right. The older but she's not she's that, not necessarily you know, wrong. It, into it. it really does look like he's trying to lead a coup. He doesn't have the power, but the all start. of the people around him mm-hmm. have the power and they are the ones propping him up. So I don't think he's trying to, to have a coup. I think that just literally is the whole point of the red, the Republican yeah. shit that's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a coup from the start. Yeah. And that's why, like, even what we're talking about now this, it's just like you, you know, you guys just talking about education before this got started. I used to nanny. I used to be a teacher mm-hmm. when it, and I think we've talked about it on this podcast when it comes to kids, right? They are always testing your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Is she going to mm-hmm. let me eat this cookie? Mm-hmm. Is she, she going to hit me if I talk back? Is she going to send me to my room? The Republican party and Donald Trump's administration have been breadcrumbing or testing limits mm-hmm. since the start. What can I get away with? And mm-hmm. they've gotten away with a lot. Yeah. Um, where's Garland? (laughs) Hi, Amy. Like, you know, they've made up rules. They've done all kinds of shit. So of course now, no, he's not going to concede. He's going to test his boundaries. We're going to do what we've done all along, which actually ties into our episode today. Mm -hmm. We're going to create reality and we're going to see how much you buy into the reality we're creating and what we're putting out here. And what are you going to do to stop us? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That should be like on a t-shirt. 
No, I um, God, with Mitch McConnell's wrinkly. Oh my God. Black hands. And then we have to continue. Oh, I just, I don't how, understand what's going on. How did state. he? Yeah. Oh, that was what, that was where I was going earlier about how, how somehow there was all of this voter fraud, but yet Republicans did not lose any seats in the Senate and they actually gained seats in the House. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this was very obviously against Trump, not against Republicans, which actually bothers the fuck out of me. But uh-huh. then again, you know, I'm not really surprised with this fucking right wing country we live in. Well, you know, we have, you know, these rappers and celebrities now that are like, Jesus, oh, are they going to leave? Ooh, ooh, I just, ooh, what was I, the one, the idiot that he called Lil Little Pimp? Lil Pump with him. Lil Pump because, said he was yeah, moved to Columbia. When he called him Little Pimp. Oh, well, he goes, Lil Pimp. You guys know the guy, Little Pimp? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I saw that and I said, this has got, Ashton Kutcher is doing a damn good job. Like oh, this is the best yeah. ever. I will continue to say that. I'm just going <laughs> to deny that this ever happened. But um, yeah, it's it's amazing to me. You know, what, what really scared me is when they all went and stood outside of the, you know, the voters. Um, yeah. Where they were counting the ballots and stuff in Arizona, you know, with their guns, which they could legally. That was scary. And that said a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and yelling count every vote as if that's not mm-hmm. what they're doing in there, as if the people that are not. in there making minimum wage, working <laughs> 10, 15 hours at a time. Uh, yeah. Like for oh, months now. Fuck on. I mean, no, but yeah. I mean, these specifically are people that started the day of the election because oh, in yeah, Arizona, they can't count until then. Yeah. Yeah, so they have been going 24 hours since then, m- literally yeah. making minimum wage, which in Arizona is shit. And somehow these people think that they are going to somehow there's this conspiracy that all these minimum wage workers are going to throw out Trump votes and only count Biden mm-hmm. votes or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Yeah, I um, I, I I watch so much CNN. Normally we go to sleep to like Pornhub or something like that. <laughs> yep. Only CNN for, you know, for the mm. internal week. And I saw the same lady. That I was like, does she go home? I saw the same lady that was right behind the reporters Dude. and she was just unfolding her thing and just and I was like, you know what? I give it to you because I would have been like, nope. I, I can't okay, I can't say his name. You gotta say his name. Carnegie. No, not Carnegie. Steve Kornacki. Kornacki. On MSNBC. The guy w- oh. with doing the math oh. in his head, he like they had to make him take a nap because he hadn't left oh. in like three days. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um shit. that was <laughs> he had a crazy um just his walk that they would walk from the main you know desk Mm -hmm. over to the big screen it looked like that man didn't know where he was going like he was literally sleepwalking (laughs) and um who is hilarious by the way i mean Uh, he started like the morning of of uh um election day and then basically didn't leave the studio so i'm i'm not surprised about cuomo we stopped watching cnn though they were giving time to santorum and i can't fucking stand that dude so Mm -hmm. we had to turn off cnn and we have a friend who I call him a genius. He pretty much is. He's a um, he's an engineer. He's a something engineer, some special engineer. But he's super smart. So he sends me a, and this also I was like, you have a lot of time on your hands after you're by yourself. But he was like, I decided to do a little bit of you know, love my own numbers. He made up his own Excel tracker, did all this, and he actually had it down to just a couple of hours before they called it. And he's like, it's going to be Biden. And he's like, here. And I was like, wow, 
yeah, all his numbers look like heebie-jeebies to me. Um, <laughs> I just was looking and I was like, okay, we need Philadelphia or, you know, Pennsylvania. Let's get Pennsylvania. Um, oh, but God. yeah. The, the, the fact that once again, the Democratic Party has been saved by black voters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hello, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Hello, Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. black voters, native voters in Arizona, yep. which yep. primarily went blue because of reservations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Can we talk about Hispanics though? Come on, what the fuck? Why are you voting yeah. for Trump? What is that? I was like, what the? I, Have you heard I, him? I was like, <laughs> so excited, like, oh yeah, I'm, man, I don't want to go. What is it? Like, what is it? I, okay, I will say this because I, I don't know. If, I don't care if any of them listens. So my husband's in a fraternity, multicultural. He has a chapter here in Sac State. I have never seen so many Latin men um, whose family are from like, you know, picking tomatoes and worked in the strawberry fields, mm-hmm. but try to act so freaking Caucasian. Like, they just... I, I, I'm like, is it just because you guys go to college? Like, I don't, I don't understand where that little switch came because you guys are definitely not from that. So it's very interesting to me. And they all have, you know, wives that are nowhere near any type of a flavor or color or anything. <laughs> um, you know, um, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know if, in their minds, like they said, Cuban Americans, you know, in like Miami or like Florida, they were like just blowing it up and, you know, right there in support. I don't know if they feel like it's better for them to assimilate. Um, and because they're they are in an area like Florida and Miami, you know, it's a little higher cost of living and their lives are a little, you know, more fast paced. I'd be interested to know. Like, I'm waiting for Vice News to do something on it and sit down and talk to, you know, and really find out why. Why? Yeah. I mean, Florida's crazy. So, you know, we knew of Florida course. was they're, they're crazy. But, yeah. It's- now, this is a little different. One of my girlfriends is um, from Laos, and her dad's a hardcore Trump-supporting Republican. Mm. Um, and she said, though, like, because they've gone back and forth, she said in his mind, he feels like I was a refugee. I came here. I worked my ass up the ladder and I did this and I did that. And I'm not going to let Democrats just give black people and other minorities handouts and da 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 oh, when yeah, I had to happens. do all this. But what if, what, if, what if when what? he had come over as a refugee, he'd been put in a cage for three years and what? everybody forgot about him? Like oh. They don't think of that. <laughs> you know, I think that right there is the whole tagline of the Republican Party. They don't think yeah. of that. They don't think mm-hmm. about anybody other than themselves and money that they can earn and power that they can get. What you know? infuriates me is that you're not even talking about the fact that there's 500 and some odd children. 666 who, as of today. No, Yeah, because yeah, it, it, it's going mm-hmm. up and down. Mm-hmm. But don't know where their parents are. And those parents have no idea where their children are. And if they do, you have sent them back and you're not making it easier for them to come back and get like. And most of those that were sent back were probably killed because they left for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Going back to when I was working in that high school that we were talking about before we started recording, um, I worked with a girl who had just gotten out of El Salvador and, you know, she had been passed around, basically. Mm. Um, 
in the camp that she was in. And like, <laughs> it's like the Republican Party just straight up is like, oh, it's still 100 years ago, right? Let's do let's do schools mm-hmm. where they take away every part of you know, this this person's identity and and make them into what we want them to. Let's make sure we lock up all these children and take away their parents so that eventually we have control of these children and we can sell them into foster care or not sell them to foster care, but sell them essentially um, in adoption situations and, and all kinds of stuff. Like I have friends who do foster care who are constantly like, we get calls all the time about essentially refugee babies and fucking sucks. It's disgusting. I cannot... It's so sad. And do, I don't understand why they don't realize that. So in the same situation when, um, you know, a child's father is taken by uh, police or, mm-hmm. you know, put in jail. Do you understand that you're just making that child, you know, end up growing up with this hatred yep. and this disdain? And the last thing going to do is respect you nor any other authority. So let's go ahead and take these children away from everything that they know. Keep them here. Put them in like a foster home situation and then expect them to turn up to be, you know. Oh, yeah. Hell, the United States basically created just about every terrorist in the last few hundred years because we like to bomb people just for the fucking hell of it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I mean, I hate that I keep saying I'm not surprised by the shit that that our government has done before Trump and especially during Trump, because I feel like a lot of us on the left saw it coming Mm -hmm. and realized it was going to be a lot worse than a lot of other people thought um a lot of the people that i've been following following politically for years are just like at this point are practically rabid with like tags on their back you know (laughs) which actually kind of leads into this episode a little bit (laughs) because there's all these activists who i mean in reality there are people like tied with the first ferguson march that have Mm -hmm. mysteriously died there are people mm-hmm. who were at the head of the Black Lives Matter movement who have mysteriously died. Um, there have been flat-out assassinations on social justice leaders. And <laughs> it's all just seen as noise by the right. Like, they don't fucking care about any of that. We're yeah. bugs. Yeah. You know, um, and they make the they make the narrative whatever it is that they want to. And it's, you know, won't you just admit that you're you're working out of fear? And and not really knowing, you know what I'm saying? Just instead of just being a complete idiot, like and just sounding like one. Um, I like but, that. I like that you said um, that. Uh, let's see. Fuck, my brain just totally. So <laughs> I like that you said that they're making up their own narrative. Basically, mm-hmm. they're they're creating their own narrative and. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I kind of want to let's segue into the into the episode, really, because it's just like one of the things that Dean and I have kept keep saying to each other is that it feels like we're watching bad reality TV when we talk about politics. Mm -hmm. And one of the main kind of themes of this episode, like Lindsay was saying earlier, was not just reality TV in general, but how reality can be bended and how like just the shows that they're spoofing on this show. Like, uh, what was it? Pimp My Ride and, I don't know, one of the house yeah, the makeover house thingies. Over. Yeah, yeah. Like, all of those shows are so fake. Like, why do you spend $35,000 pimping up a car for somebody who's going to now have to pay taxes and, and insurance on this car that they can't afford? So they're probably going to have to sell it 
<laughs> or you're doing shit that they can't drive it. Like it's right? not, you, you know, can't you know, watch TV in a fucking steering and, wheel. <laughs> and a spa. Like, what is this, the 80s? What do you mean a spa <laughs> in the back of it? Like, it's like, you know, um, and it's funny because if you go back, I, I watch a lot of just, like I said, documentary stuff. Or you guys stuff. watch reality TV. I don't even really watch it. Yeah. And I'm seeing it like this. Yeah. Um, but they've done a lot of research and the exhibit has come out and been like, oh, my God, like we took this shit out like it was just for the show. So we sent people home with like, you know, where there was supposed to be a refrigerator. No, nope, you just had a hole. Um, yeah. And a lot of people, they couldn't resell it because it just didn't make any sense um you know same thing with the the home makeover like okay great my house looks awesome but guess what the upkeep Mm -hmm. and you know we did come and help you because you have 77 kids (laughs) you know but um, now I still have 77 kids yes and (laughs) And more rooms to clean (laughs) yeah yeah um so it, it is like a little bit of an injustice but it was for our entertainment yeah and, and that's, you know, strictly what it was. Do you guys remember the ugly de- or the swan? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. That yes. Was, <laughs> that was crazy. Like, I mean, nothing that we that help comes on now should even surprise us because no, no, that no. was basically like. Okay. So for people who, who did not remember that one, because Dean is looking at me all cross-eyed, that's the one where they took somebody who was so ugly that they would basically do an entire body like makeover of, of um, uh, plastic surgery makeover, like caps on the teeth, uh, LASIK yeah. eye surgery, uh, hair implants, butt implants, like whatever mm-hmm. would make them look mm-hmm. quote-unquote sexy. And then, like, basically put them, like, on an exercise plan and they were all covered up and they weren't going to be, their their new faces weren't revealed until they got on the show. And Every, all the mirrors in the house that they were in mm-hmm. were covered up. And, now, uh, it's really cool that two of the contestants on that did end up falling in love and getting married. I do, I do remember that. I don't remember anything beyond that. But <laughs> yeah, No, I remember that. And I thought, and it was the girl who, you know, by all accounts was probably the the ugliest duckling to begin with um and her and i do i compl- i can see her right now i know exactly who you're talking mm, about the, but yeah. she went through a lot um and i know that a lot of the other contestants they said we they dealt with the outside but they didn't take any concern mm. about the inside they they didn't give them yep. any emotional there's you know, no therapy help. yeah because that has to be really daunting to be insecure and to be told that you're unattractive and to look at yourself. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're like a weird science kind of project and you're just like, all beautiful, you know, so that was, um, that was kind of like the beginning of reality shows didn't give a shit. We don't have any responsibility yeah. to it, but like before that they were kind of still trying to potentially better people's lives. And then at that, because they had like the biggest loser already and like, other things like that where they were doing these dramatic makeovers but this mm-hmm. they took it to a whole nother level and yeah. basically yeah. said you are so ugly that we will change every bit yeah. about you and there your life will be magically better yeah. that's not yeah. how that works that just like having their teeth just you know yeah yeah just taken out of their mouths and yeah it was it was pretty crazy but um that would have been funny if they would have done like an episode like that and the boondocks, uh, if they would have did like the swan instead of, you know, home makeover. Um, but I forgot how funny this episode was, first of all. Um, <laughs> Riley just, I mean, he kept me going. I'm this, 
I was like, he is having some lines in this one. I'm telling you, he was having a, a good show on that one. Um, it was just silly because everything he's saying was really kind of offensive, but it was just so funny to me. Right? Like, okay. <laughs> did did anyone get the clip about bitches? Let's do that. Do that one right now. <laughs> All I'm saying is when Exhibit brings that car back, you gonna be bitches. What did you call me? No, no, I mean bitches. Like, like you gonna have so many bitches, that's what niggas is gonna call you. No disrespect. No disrespect? You just called your grandfather bitches. Yeah, but I don't mean bitches in a disrespectful <laughs> way. I mean it as a general word for women. <laughs> Not disrespectful at all. <laughs> I, it's a general word. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. And then uh, Grandpa was like, "It's cool." <laughs> well, I I love that he he literally also was like, "Grandpa Jedediah bitches." I'm like, "Ooh, we got a name." <laughs> I mean that was it. No, it's Jebediah. Sorry, not Jedediah. Jebediah. Jebediah. Yeah. Um, same old freaking old like old country ass name. But <laughs> right. um, yeah, it um. This episode to me, it, I don't know, it spoke to me a little bit differently. So, okay, Eminem, my love, love, love him. And I will share my story about how I actually kicked it with him twice and was on his tour bus. We'll talk about that another time. (laughs) um, I was so obsessed. I will tell this part. And my husband goes, don't tell people this, but I will. I was (laughs) 23 years old and I used to wear a ring that my mom gave me. And I used to tell people that I was married to somebody named Marshall. Aww. full grown had a kid working everything Aww. but people used to always go how do you like him he says bitches he says this he says that and I'm like well he never said Tiffany is a bit you know what I'm saying like I just never took too much offense to it um unless it's really like I'm saying it's just said in a hugely detrimental malicious you know I'm gonna get in your face bitch type stuff I, I don't know. I just found that part funny because how he said, and just no disrespect, it's just in general terms, you know. So, well, I think I know my friends and I, so my friends, my best friends, we call each other. Bitch. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Definitely. You know? yeah. Um, my, my friends yeah. and I call each other bitches all the time. But if somebody just generally was calling me yeah. a bitch, I would oh, not yeah. be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, know you. I don't know you. You don't get to call me a bitch. You know me, then we can talk. You know, I mean, because. <laughs> Liana, some women are bitches. Oh, and yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that doesn't mean you can call me it. <laughs> you know, men are women. Um, but yeah, I, I I, just thought that that was funny. And I also thought it was kind of endearing because you do kind of see another aspect of Riley and Grandpa's relationship. Like, I feel like Grandpa, one, he's old and he's like, I don't got time. Like, I will whoop him when I need to. But overall, <laughs> like, he he knows that he's a good kid and he knows who he is and he kind of likes that side of him. And I think he kind of keeps him on his toes. So this was one of those times that I think that that was displayed in just that interaction. I think um, Riley makes grandpa feel young sometimes. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh like, yeah. This, that like it really, he really tuned into grandpa, uh, Riley really tuned into grandpa's deep down obsession about bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, all like, in his golden years, all grandpa wants is to be surrounded by beautiful half naked, if not fully right. naked women. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that m- a lot of people would feel that way. 
Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like Dean and I are both. We're, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind retiring being surrounded by beautiful women. I'm just, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just. But, so I think that I think a big part of it is when when Riley's purposely feeding into that grandpa's like oh god i really love feeling this way mm-hmm. when he makes me feel like sometimes he's like god damn kid and then the next mm-hmm. minute he's like oh yeah bitches yeah. <laughs> yeah and i think it played from the glasses you know he had the uh his bill called <laughs> Oh Dr. Gosh. Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, I think that was kind of setting up, like, you're not that old. Mm-hmm. Although I think Grandpa would be older than Bill Cosby. But well, with Wiley, Wiley no, going, you know probably what? probably about uh-huh. the same at the time. Like, now Bill Cosby's what, in his 80s, right? Uh, I mean. And this was 15 years ago. So, yeah, it's probably yeah. similar age group. Yeah, but I think he was, like, Riley trying to go, uh-uh. We're not, you, you are not going down that road. I'm not about to have grandpa going down that road. So let's go ahead and put you, I mean, although he lied, let's go ahead and put you on, you know. Uh, well, it's, not, in- it's not lying to Riley. It's just oh. creating a, a, a reality. <laughs> yeah, point right? You're both making, I think that's the character trait these two share mm-hmm. is fantasy. Like we've already seen how granddad was oblivious to his girlfriend being a sex worker. <laughs> Meanwhile, yes. everyone is screaming at him and he's like, nope, 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 this is reality. And then Riley's a child um, and has his hood fantasies and his grandeur. So when they get each other going, it's yeah. like... They are, they like, you can tell mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, they are mm-hmm. cut from the same cloth. Huey yes. doesn't necessarily seem like he comes from yeah. granddad sometimes. Riley seems like he comes from granddad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. in, uh, I you know I don't remember I mean, if we eventually sure. find out if Granddad was the parent of Mom or Dad, but I I really wish we could get a little bit more of that story. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, perfect example when Grandpa went home to get his rain jacket and to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, to avoid the that that's kind of something Riley would be like, nah, I wouldn't go do that. So you know, you knew there was gonna be fire hoses. Of course, you bring your raincoat. <laughs> Although I sound more like the girl from uh, Little Shop of Horrors when I do that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, get a list of movies. Um, uh, that I'm, I'm going to have to throw it out. Oh, it might be a little scary. Before, uh, before we say anything else, this is a total like throw out. Can we just for a second think about the fact that Exhibit was going to come pimp the ride of a man he thought was blind? Yeah. like, <laughs> And then they got all upset. Like it's a car. Yeah, he wouldn't own a car. I mean, he wouldn't be driving the car if he mm-hmm. was blind. Although Stinkmeaner drove the car, right. even though he was legally blind. Mm-hmm. But he so. was going to pimp it out. I mean, <laughs> very telling of exhibits um, rise and yeah, yeah, uh, who yeah. he is now. Um, I mean, exhibit looked like somebody's old daddy who like comes to the football games, the pop Warner football games, and stands on the field and just yells at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Now I gotta look. Um, like maybe back in the day he had some clout, but now he just works out a lot and wears wife beaters. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's um, my son. He's so into '90s music right now. If that boy plays one more Fantasia song, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> but um, he just when he sees rappers now, he's like, "Who's that?" Like he saw DMX. He's like on the versus battle. He says, "No, no, no, that's not DMX." And he goes and gets his phone and he shows DMX from back in the day with you know body and everything and I was mm-hmm. like this is also 
late 90s. This is what happens. Oh, yeah. my God. We did that to, to I remember doing that to Natalie a few years ago uh, when she was really obsessed with the Jonas Brothers. And so we showed her what boy bands were like in our different, you know, when we were growing up. So for me, I showed like videos of new kids on the block. Dean, yeah. you, I can't even remember what you did. What was like the monkeys? They, no. There were no boy bands when I was. No, there up. was. There not, was. There was. There, there was, was not that. boy bands until I until I was a late late teenager. That was when New Kids on the Block came. I mean, I guess. Well, unless you want to oh, say, unless five. you want to go the Jackson Five. That was like. Uh huh. There's but, been boy but, bands since. But, long, but, yeah. but, but Michael Michael was the only one who was still a boy. I think the rest of those kids were adults by then. But <laughs> most of the most of the singers in boy bands are actually adults, Dean. Uh, that's yeah. kind of the way it works. They usually you have like one out. twelve or fifteen year old, and that's about it. Oh, that is so, so yeah, I, 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 Joey. But so, anyway, so, we, so Michael, so the Jackson Five, I guess would. I don't think a, that's what we showed them. But anyway, anyway. The, the point was, I also showed her what they look like now, and whatever at that point they had just put out like a new album or something, and so I showed a video, and she's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Yeah, your, yours are going to grow up too, honey." She's like, "No, no, they're not." She was like 15, maybe younger even. My niece is like obsessed with Billie Eilish and then like any K-pop. I do kind of love Billie Eilish. I'm not a fan. She's got Tourette's and she does she like slams against body shamers and just like like that aspect of her really cool. But music's not good. I just I and I I don't care about her music. I don't care about Um, most of the popular music these days. I like what she stands for. I like I like her. My niece likes her because my niece feels like she's kind of like you know, not really in the end and has some body issues and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like speaking the, without receipts, but isn't she one who's like hated just to hate? Like, didn't she throw out some bullshit at Lady Gaga? Like, I recall this lady popping off at the mouth a bunch, just being a hater. And it's like, girl, I mean, all I can say about that, because mm-hmm. I don't follow it, is she just turned 18. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that, <laughs> yeah. Because there was a big deal when she turned 18 and all the gross guys were like, now we can oogle like, and that's why she wears the big old clothes because she's grossed out by all that shit. And I fucking don't blame her. It's one of the reasons I did when I was a kid because I developed and then I wore my dad's 3X sweatshirts all the time. My husband says, does she always look like she's going to recycle? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what she always looks like? My niece looked at him like, that is a style. Um, but yeah the boy bands that's hilarious I mean Justin Timberlake is just still Mm -hmm. the best Um, I saw AJ on Dancing with the Stars that was the Backstreet Boy right now yeah, 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 the one that was really like the bad boy who really went through it and was in the drugs and everything. Um, I was an in sinker, but I know I'm about sorry. me some actually boys. What? 98 degrees. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah was oh, yeah. <laughs> I just saw that for the first time this year. Rocky Horror? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I grew up on that. That's a whole nother conversation. I wasn't drunk. Or anything Ooh. else. I was like, what? Everybody was singing and stuff. I, I was spent like, I, I, most of high school in a theater acting out Rocky Horror Picture Show in front of people. So, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was still in theater too, but our thing was Grease. Um, was our was our big thing. Love Grease. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was Brazil. Dean's still never seen it. He's like, he's proud of that fact. though. <laughs> he it's was funny, though. He was in yeah. love with... Oh, he okay, hates musicals. Okay, he let, hates let, musicals. Me, let me tell you. When I was a kid, oh, oh God, when hurts. I was a kid, when I was a kid, I loved Olivia Newton-John. Loved. I, I was, she, I, 
huge crush. I mean, I was, th- I was, I was a tween at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when that came out and which was probably like what, 78, 79 when mm-hmm. Greece came out. Like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was, I was 10, 11. And so because she and, 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 uh, John Travolta kissed, I, I just couldn't handle that. So I yeah. never saw it. And I still haven't seen it to this day. Now, fast forward <laughs> to his daughter hating Tw- Taylor Swift because she dated Ooh. a Jonas brother. And, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh, she got that from you. <laughs> well, I definitely, you know, um, I mean, but yeah, I, I, I don't get Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake. I don't get it. So that would be like, ew, I, you know, you were I don't get most people's that. relationships, though. Well, look, I act like I know everybody. So, I, you know. um, but who was I? Oh, Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green was my shit. And when him and Tiffany Amber Thiessen started dating, I was like, I hated you as Kelly because you cheated on Zach. And now, you, yeah, I was, a little involved, a little involved. Uh, <laughs> okay. I relate to your daughter, All though. All right. We can have a whole other episode on that, and you guys know that about you. I, okay. Uh, oh, um, so, yeah, so <laughs> let's get back into the show a little bit. Um, let's see here. What did we talk oh, about no, already? I did want to bring up Huey and his 23... Oh yeah, uh, twenty three organization. leftist organizations. Oh my gosh, <laughs> named Bro and Bro, bro. and Afro. <laughs> Afro and <laughs> I mean, he is so creative and so like, like that's that's the kind of kid that I was. Like, I I didn't create you know organizations and like fight for causes and all that, but like I would write stories about that kind of thing and like draw pictures and like <laughs> mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that kind of imagination where you can just take like one little thing and really just kind of blow it up yeah i can yeah. do that <laughs> well i think Still that's why do that. he's into like anime and stuff like right, that kind of plays right. into it. like that plays into his character mm-hmm. um i think very intelligent i mean anime is huge now and i don't get it i tried to watch it with my son and i was like first of all you're watching cartoon porn basically <laughs> And I'm, I'm, yeah, it depends on it. And I like, we're just starting to get into it. I've never really been super interested, but like, I was talking to a friend the other day that, um, since the pandemic started, uh, I've seen all of the Miyazaki movies cause they finally came out on Netflix in the U S That's what. Mm-hmm. and like watched Avatar, like all seasons of Avatar and Cora, the, you know, the, the continuing story basically, and then that was that actually when we went to Boondocks because it was recommended as as an kind of an anime uh, like stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Like it, oh, it was okay. like anime light, American anime, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And totally. so, yeah, like it's I'm I have been recently recommended a number of things that I should look up based on the things that I like. And I'm amazed at how many subgenres there are in anime and kung fu Mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and netflix was like i'm gonna get them all um yeah <laughs> I, I suggest I, berserk watch it read it especially because you guys were talking about that gross comic last week the one with Trust. like you're like yes oh, okay first of all so much of game of thrones comes from berserk it's like a 30 <laughs> 30 volume manga it's been on really? it's been written since i think like 1984 but um there's like 
Warner Brothers picked it up and did a short three series of movies. So you can get it quick. And why I was into anime, even as a kid, is that Mm. the storylines were more adult and complex. Even the shows for kids, Sailor Moon deals with complex Mm -hmm. shit. Whereas Mm -hmm. like back here, we were just getting the Simpsons. But like, you know, we everything was more so just like little cute bunnies and shit like that. Yeah, Yeah, when Sailor Moon uh, came out here anyway... I didn't know anybody like later in life when I was a grown up. I've mm-hmm. met lots of people who were really into it. But at the time that it was out, like originally first airing in the US, I didn't know anybody who watched it. And so it was not on my radar until much later, kind of like a lot of anime in general, you know, like not knowing about Avatar, which is apparently one of the big ones that everybody talks about. Yeah, I've never seen it, but yeah. You know, well, I, I told my son, I said, you know, just ease me into it. Just let's find. <laughs> I think Avatar's a good easy into it. Yeah. Absolutely. He's like, he says, Pokemon. I was like, son, get out of my face. <laughs> it's about the slave trade. Yeah. Right. right? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> going back to Huey, though, um, I feel like, though, and maybe this was just my interpretation when he's listing his 23 groups he started and then Riley's listing, oh, I'm known <laughs> as this, a.k.a. this, a.k.a. this, and granddad with the Bill Cosby shit. Like, uh-huh. this was a, a big, I should have pulled this clip, but I didn't. This was a big part of this episode for me because I, I watch a lot of reality TV and people judge me very harshly for it. Like, it's so fake. You know it's staged. Why do you do that? You know that's not real. Um, because reality is the fucking same. I mean, and this is what people do. Like General they, Hospital is also not real. And I mean, right? come on. I, I, one of the biggest TV, you know, events was when Luke and Laura got married. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, I remember, yes, I, I remember I, that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I was like, hey, Cadillac. my yes, grandmother so. wished she was Susan Lucci. Where was that? All my children. Oh. She wanted to yeah, be yeah, Susan yeah, Lucci. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I want to be her. She is like one billion years old and looks <laughs> yeah yes. I mean, very true great. yeah but yeah so what i mean so what's wrong with it for example bachelorette never watched it but i knew that the girl from this season was from sacramento and that she did <laughs> some stuff we are like we are watching we, now i'm like babe back, let's go like two hours sit here let's let's watch um so yeah it's an escape like there's nothing there's but, nothing wrong with that and I feel like it's a it's a study or it's like a allegory for real life because, you know, like you sit there and you look at, oh, your best friend on Instagram with her Rolex. That's not her freaking mm-hmm. Rolex. She's trying it on at the Rolex store, but she's going <laughs> to she's going to amp this shit up. Like, I mean, to me, it's this whole thing of like is reality TV making fun of reality or is reality mimicking the shit mm. we see on reality TV? Make mm. yourself grander. Start mm-hmm. 23 groups. Meanwhile, you just attend your freaking local YMCA at, for a boys club on Thursday nights, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's definitely, I like what you, I, I like exactly what you said. I think it's, we think that we're shining the light on, mm. you know, on this and making people, you know, Heidi and Spencer, for example, like they have made... Oh, yeah. <laughs> their career and now it's like oh you guys gotta turn, get a regular life and regular job but maybe what it really was is like you said maybe it's that we're actually just showing who we really are you know who, who we really are um so it is sorry i'm gonna ask a question that one um it's a great study and i know there's there's new um aspects and studies organizations of sociology which are really focusing on you know, reality TV and the effect and, 
you know, people trying to mimic these lives that they mm-hmm. see. And I'm like, you know, they don't really live there, guys. They go and they stay there for the six mm-hmm. weeks that they take. And then they go back over to the, you know, the other side of town. where well, It's like, it's like there's a lot of in, uh, Instagram influencers. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was pointing it out yeah. to, to people, uh, well, before the pandemic hit, um, there was a march that I was involved in and we would see these people like dressed up all nice, like holding like Black Lives Matter signs and shit. All they were doing was taking a picture with the background of the march. They were not yeah. actually participating in any way, shape or form. And like, that's how I feel about reality TV. It's just about looking good with no substance behind it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's not rude. it's not knocking anybody who watches it. Like, I have my right. own weirdo things that I absolutely love and I welcome people making fun of me for it. I will try my hardest not to make fun too much of people who do things that I don't understand. (laughs) But, you know, reality TV, I think that it's changed so much from what they initially, like, when we were talking about the real world, I think we were talking last, um, how when it started, it really was the attempt to show real people interacting with each other that they never would have met otherwise. And it just turned into you get to be this stereotype, you get to be this stereotype, you're going to be this one, and we're going to cut it all together so you look like the bad guy and you Mm -hmm. look like the bad guy. And Mm -hmm. so... You're going to be the angry black guy. You're going to be the hoe. You're You're going to be the drunk girl. Yeah. Um, It it definitely, I'd say probably five seasons in, it was like, okay. (laughs) I know you. Uh uh Puck. We knew Puck. Oh, God, that guy. Puck was supposed to be the grossest, most offensive. You know, he was supposed to be the antithesis of Pedro. Yes. And they did that on, you know. Pedro was like the angel. And yeah. 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 But you guys don't think this applies to real life? I guess that's my kind it of thing. Does. <laughs> Coming no, from the totally. East Coast, I now this might give me a lot of hate. You two and maybe three other people I've met out here are probably the only authentic people I've come across on the I'm not saying y'all aren't over here on the West Coast, but it's a bunch of fake as fuck people. You drive a car that you know you're leasing and you know you try and take pictures in other people's mansions and shit. All you want to talk mm-hmm. about is designer clothes mm-hmm. and how much you paid for your sunglass. Oh, like ah, ugh, ah, where are the real folks at? Yeah. And then they do adopt characters, I feel like, to be socially accepted. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and if you don't, like even how I've talked about my job shit if you don't act in the character role people suspect that you are like oh you're the proper black girl Mm -hmm. nope like if you don't act in that role then they're kind of like oh I don't know what this is I don't know what to do with this you know so Mm -hmm. I don't know I like that you say that I mean you even have celebrities doing that Um, you know Bow Wow you know he was called I mean that's a whole that was a whole challenge like fake like Bow Wow because he was making it seem like he was on a um, one he did rented a house and then somebody was like my friend is the real estate agent on that. Like that was, that's like, that is not your house. Um, then said he was on like a jet. Mm-hmm. And then somebody snapped him at like the Southwest, you know, line C gate. You know, Delicious. he wasn't even. Yeah, so, all over again. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I, or was it Gangstalicious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Sorry. Yeah. Like Bootylicious. Uh, no, that was I, a I, song. Yeah. <laughs> I was picking up what you were putting down. I was following that part. Yes. But it's it's super sad. So I like what you said. People will fake the funk. I will tell somebody, right? Like they go, oh, those are cute. I'll be like, girl, these are fake. These are dupes. Got them for $7. I don't. Same. One, because I could never go spend the money. 
on that. Like, even if my husband gave me a black card and was like, go, I'd be in the clearance section of Mm -hmm. the freaking Ross or something. Um, So, yeah, I just think if people, you know, if people would honor and appreciate the attributes that people have that are not materialistic and that are not, you know, thought like if you know that your friend flosses a little bit, but they have a really good heart and they would give their, you know, that shirt that they're flossing about off, you know, then that's something to deal with. But when people are just trying to put on falsehoods for people that will never know you or lay eyes on you physically, it's pretty, it's pretty sad. So totally yeah, agree. that, that actually was a pretty good segue into something. Dean's uh, why don't you go ahead and play that one. Lindsay's. Obi-Wan Kenobi said, your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. It seems to be getting harder. Distinguishing reality from the illusions people make for us or from the ones we make for ourselves. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the plan to make me think I'm crazy. It's working. He's so deep. Yeah, I I actually like what you when you guys were were talking about that just now in my head, I'm thinking so yes, I think people put on these airs to create a reality. I also feel like that I mean that's always kind of happened, but I think since the onset of reality TV it's become worse because mm-hmm. everybody thinks they can potentially get their 5 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's in this culture, in this American culture, that's kind of a big thing. Everybody wants to be famous, apparently. Um, that's, the, that's the level of success now when yeah. that wasn't the yeah. definition before. So, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't give two shits about being famous. Otherwise, I would have actually perceived, pursued a singing career 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, when you say stuff about, like, people being real, like, I, I get that. There's a lot of people that live in Washington who moved up here from California. Mm. And I hate to say it. But, like, I can spot them from a mile away, usually, <laughs> unless they've been yeah. here for a long time. Like, Dean, oh. Dean's been here for 15 years, more than that. Was Evan born here or in California? So 17 years almost. Yeah. So about 17 years he's lived up here. It's not, you, can, you don't really spot the California in him. <laughs> but, you know, I've got friends who've moved up here from L.A. rather recently, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I but, think it's so, I love LA. Like my husband says, you can go live there by yourself. Even if we'll raise kids down there. And he's like, I'll come live with you every so often. Yeah. Um, but it, I think the reason why I love what I love about it is because I, I'm totally into pop culture. So mm-hmm. it's that, it's that. So, okay. It reminds me of um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know how like Toontown was always mm-hmm. just on. That's what, I, yeah, yeah. That's what Hollywood is to me. Like, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna see a celebrity at the, you know, there's the Hollywood sign, there's this and that. But people really do have a lot of issues and things that they, you know, um, are trying to soothe and, and you know, cover um, in very detrimental ways where, you know, we're some 600 miles up the freeway. And, you know, we get a little bit of that, but. Not so much. You know, we we still go to the river. I don't know anybody in L.A. that says they go to the river. Yeah. You know? Um, I think it's a club. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my, oh, I have VIP there. Yeah. No, so, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and are you seeing in, in, in San Francisco now, because there's so many 
new, you know, millionaire entrepreneurs um, <laughs> that that is kind of seeping into into like San Francisco, you know, because Silicon Valley is so close and all that. Are you really kind of seeing that? Um, I mean, can I be 100 percent sure? No, but I feel like there are definitely a lot of like men and women out here, you know, pretending to be this ultra successful entrepreneur and they may be, but I even feel like these people who I've met, um, I think you might have access to lines of credit, right? You may really own a business and it may really be taking off, but are you living within your means? Ah, I don't know. Right. It's not like that that new Maserati and it's a $700 lease. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they use their brother's Netflix sign in and they're between. Yeah. 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 That, that is definitely, um, I want to say like the younger generation, I don't think they're so much responsible for it as probably like, um, Generation Z, like maybe a little bit of the generation right after us, um, because I feel that we went through the whole socialite shit. Uh. We went through, you know, YouTube, people becoming instant, you know, celebrities. So I think that it was kind of the residual of like our generation. Well, my generation, our generation here. And I was going to say, I technically, I think I'm under different generation. Yeah, I was you're right under. Yeah. So <laughs> like, you, know, you guys were kind of like, what? I don't give a shit. Like, you know, I'll just I, different, I mean, just my personality that. definitely fits in with Gen X more than millennial. I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a millennial. Yeah. Believe it or yeah. not. I mean, yeah. I, I get, I'm technically Gen Z, 78. Nope, 70. That would be Gen X. What is it? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Through 79. You're one of us. Oh, yeah. Oh. It but it's also, it's also where you grew up, too. Because, like, mm-hmm. I grew up in a completely different way than both of you. And when I think about, like, when I think about fake people up here, I think about being the kid who shopped at Value Village because that's all we could afford, not the kid who shopped at Value Village because grunge was popular. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of like that, that, like, well, that's thing. also this switch that's happened, right? And you guys, like Seattle, Seattle is kind of like the epicenter of hipster culture, right? Yes. In Portland. Oh, fuck yes. So <laughs> this is like another <laughs> weird kind of what that's happened, you know? Yeah. So, I, I like weird. I embrace weird. I am very weird. I tell my students yeah. and my kids to embrace their weird. But sometimes yeah. even I am like... You're taking that just way too fucking seriously. <laughs> I tell my 12 year old that he's, I was like, you're so special. He goes, thank you. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you know, um, because you know, he gets his, his fellow, you know, classmates and whatnot tell him, I'm like, dude, you don't, you're not trying to holler at a girl or, you know, my son is very 12. He reminds me of us when we were 12. I still had an easy bake oven. Okay. Me, me and my friend would get in my room, watch Kids Incorporated, and bake oh, some brownies. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Like, Tiffany know, on Kids Incorporated. Oh, I love Kids Incorporated. Oh my God, I want to be Stacy Ferguson oh. so bad. Um, but no, I, and, and it's so different now. You can't. Twelve-year-olds now are TikToking. You know, or before that, they're doing make- kids in yeah. elementary school. It's not twelve. Twelve is middle school. Like I, yeah. kids in my class have. When when TikTok started really kind of gaining steam, I learned about it from them. Like that's yeah. <laughs> like uh, usually yeah. I learn about things like Minecraft and Pokemon, but this yeah. is like oh, Roblox. Eh, no, Roblox, my yeah. was like, 
that's how you do it. I was like, how do you know you don't have a TikTok? He's right. like, I used to have it when it was musically. He's also, it's the same. I was like, how do you, what, what have you been watching tech channels? Like, how do you know that? Um, but yeah, he, he wants it because he, my son named himself Jax, Jax Av, which is, his name is Jackson Xavier, um, the creative preneur. And so like he does it. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, babe no he does he likes to tiktok for the dances and whatnot but he likes the like how to's like he likes to go and follow the people that are actually educating and you know so he follows some artists and um food he like loves to cook and anything that he's not supposed to do on his own that's what he likes to do um but i will admit in the first couple of months i was like i'm not tiktok i'm too old for this girl i got on tiktok one day and my husband was like have you been on TikTok for six hours? I was like, shit, I have. <laughs> just, it was so addicting. And I'm like trying to do savage in my head. I'm like, savage. That's actually you know? why I won't join it. It's because I know that I will probably actually fall into it. <laughs> I do like that it's turning into much more of like a um, how-to, mm-hmm. you know. And like, a lot of activism is happening through that, which makes yeah. me really, really proud. You don't yeah. like that? Um, well, I don't like TikTok. Listen, and there's exactly. some funny people. Yeah. But oh, they yeah. did do the, and like, y'all, I'm not on Facebook. I don't do TikTok. I know I'm the last cave woman, but they did like <laughs> the silencing of the, when a bunch of Muslims started posting about the genocide going on against mm-hmm. Muslims in China. Mm-hmm. They were taking the videos down and banning their accounts. Because it was a China-owned company. Yeah. And like LGBTQIA Mm -hmm. stuff, like same, they were banning their accounts and they said, oh, no, 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 we're banning them because we don't want them to get bullied. Mm -hmm. I I said, man, fuck y'all. I'm I'm not. Oh, yeah. I did the same thing. And that was, I think that was like two years ago, right? Because I remember having conversations with my students at school on why I wouldn't. And I was like, they're not very kind to people who are queer and I'm queer. So I don't feel like I can support them. And they're like, well, I never see that. What I see is this and that. And I'm like, good. If you ever do see something like that, report it because it's not okay and I'm just going to choose not to expose myself to it at all so well I will say this I know if you're not a TikTok fan then you I don't know if you know or not but you know I I think that they're cool I I think that they're great for what they are I just Mm -hmm. those influencers on there they're making crazy freaking money but they're also very entitled and they're turning into like whatever the Paul brother that nobody likes Mm. Mm-hmm. Jake, and yeah, whichever Paul, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, whichever one that is like the um, one who got caught during a Black Lives Matter protest trying to set a fire inside something. Like, oh yeah, oh, you like got caught on camera and then tried to deny it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stupid white people. <laughs> they are rich, like <sighs> YouTube, dude. Like, yeah. So it's. Yeah, and, they're, and they're funny as fuck. Don't get me wrong. People mm-hmm. text them, and I'm like, hey, "Oh my god, oh, so good." <laughs> they are. I like. I want to be a part of it, but I just said, "No, I'm not going to do that." And that's not me shaming. And like, you know, you for watching it at all. Like I said, I'd be on Same. YouTube, like, yeah. but right, I right. just, stop it. yeah. Well, my husband was always like, "Do not get me on TikTok." So one day he was working <laughs> yep. on paper, and it was the the biggest thing was, "Who that is? That's just my baby daddy." People play that right. So I laid in bed and act like I was like. 
just kind of doing stuff. And then he looks over and he goes, what are you doing? And then my finger slipped and the music started playing. I was like, nothing, nothing. And I just pressed like, <laughs> he's like, I'm so mad at you right now. Don't put me out there. I just wanted to do one as a family. I was like, let's do one together. My 12 year old was like, I'm not doing it. And I knew my nine year old, yeah. No, it's so not fun. And then I was over it. So, but yeah. Um, I think uh, I think on that note, we should discuss the one last major theme in this episode uh, before we move on to stupid white people, since I brought it up. Um, uh, the the other big kind of theme that was running through this was Huey and his secret agent. Um, and like the episode started with Huey talking about the 23 organizations that he had created. And essentially this this white man just shows up and basically said, well, we're watching you because of all of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And actually, I know that Lindsay and I both picked kind of the same clip to kind of talk about different things, but we're going to play the whole thing and then we'll see where the conversation goes. I've come up with a name for you. The White Shadow. Hmm. I'm white. I'm shadowing you. It's very clever. And I've decided that you're a figment of my overactive imagination. Now who's hiding from reality? Just because you're paranoid, Huey, doesn't mean we're not out to get you. If you are real, why me? Oh, come on. You underestimate yourself. It's a shame what happened to the house. You warned them. They wouldn't listen to me. They never listen to me. I know you want to save the world, Huey. Sometimes people have to learn lessons on their own, the hard way. Well, can't miss the idol. <laughs> if you ever want to talk, remember, I'm always listening. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I kind of want to start because the beginning of that clip was where I, I really kind of was like, mm, I want to talk about that. So Huey doesn't believe his own eyes at this point because he has tried to basically get other people to believe that this guy is there and Mm -hmm. nobody's believing him so he's like maybe you're not real maybe i maybe it's not actually happening maybe i'm hallucinating you do you think he's actually being shadowed or is it just a figment of his imagination shadowed what do you think i do i yeah i definitely do yeah okay good because me too (laughs) (laughs) he reminds me of a guy from um, the matrix Mm -hmm. yeah that's who reminds me of Mm -hmm. like i feel like yeah, and I feel like that is kind of an undertone of it. Yep. Like, choose their things going on. And then with Jasmine believing in the tooth fairy and then being like, well, you can't tell me what to believe in. And you, so. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I love um, that scene with Jasmine too, because she's just mm-hmm. like, literally like, what? You have no proof about yours. I have no proof about mine. What makes yours yeah. any more real than mine? Yeah. Like, yeah. She's smart. Like, you You're a little kid. Like, nobody cares about you. You're not that serious. But. That also sets the tone to let you know that, I mean, a lot of Black leaders were very young when, yes. you know, they died. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that that kind of plays into it as well. It's like, well, you know, he could definitely they could be looking at him. Yeah. You know, it. Like if black they men think, don't scare people any less just because they're 10. You know, if they, right. if they have something to say right. and they're educated, just as scary. And if he's so, already at this level at 10, we have to watch him extra and let him know that we're watching him mm-hmm. because yep. we don't want him to turn into, you know, the Huey that he's named after where we have mm-hmm. to then, you know, kill him at 27. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or yeah. I can't yeah. remember exactly what year, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, 
because there's that underlying throughout the whole series that that underlying theme about war and like the first Iraq war and George W and all of that I just found it really interesting that they had this shadow figure this uh, what do you call him white shadow mm-hmm. um introduce himself and say yes I'm here and there's nothing you can do about it and you might as well just go on with your life and you know we know that you're smart we know that you're good it's too bad that they're not listening to you you know but we're here and we're real I like that I'm gonna be your friend I'm gonna be around and I'm, I'm gonna let you know what's going on mm-hmm. but I'm also gonna try to reason with you and you know so it definitely once again Aaron trying to get you to give it up so smart like it's just it's multi-layered you know when you really start to think about it um, yeah, and it that. really, it really kind of influences. Like Huey is so dejected about mm-hmm. so many things over and over and over again that happened to him. So it's almost like this guy's like, yeah, no one's ever going to take you seriously, and I'm just going to remind you of that, so you never build enough confidence to be the man that you probably could be. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I really see there. Is he's like, yeah, yeah we're letting you know. <laughs> Yeah. I call it the okie doke. Of course, I can't take credit for that. Like, I grew up in the hood. That's, you know, mm-hmm. like, used to yeah. be in the shop getting your hair done. And mm-hmm. my hairdresser always be like, oh, you in here with the okie doke when people yeah. would come with their fake bootlegs and all this kind of <laughs> shit. Um, so that's just what I started calling it. And just as a woman of color in business, like, finally leaving corporate and starting my own job, it was because around 2015, I became aware, oh, they're trying to do the okie doke. Mm-hmm. No shade to anyone listening, any former mentors or whatever. I had a lot of white men coming up in my career who always tried to convince me I was wrong about things. Uh, No, that's not what it is. Or Mm -hmm. silence me about things, speaking Mm. up and voicing my opinion or take credit for shit. But at a a point you start putting the pieces together Mm -hmm. like, but wait, I was right. But wait, I was right. But I I know I'm right. I know I'm smart. Wait, why are you telling me Mm -hmm. I'm wrong? Mm -hmm. And it ties all into you and be like, no, it's I'm just trying to help you. You Yes. And yeah, you're so combative. You're Mm -hmm. so aggressive. Mm -hmm. Well, like, why don't you want to let people help you? Let people lead you because you're trying to all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that I speak in a monotone voice sometimes when I'm really trying to hold my emotions so that I don't yell and scream in your face. So this is actually me respecting you and not calling you a pussy. Mm-hmm. And then you call me a, <laughs> label me an angry black right. aggressive woman. Right. Right. Uh, but I think this also feeds back into this whole notion of reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is this whole thing about society and like we're all, com- you know, not all of us, but a lot of people are um, complicit in it where we try to convince other people that your real self, your weirdness, being who you are is not good enough. You need to get in with the crowd so we can progress and move forward. We all need to like, you know, bend to society and fit in in some ways. And it's so you do not unlock your true power. Um, y'all, and people do say I'm paranoid and a conspiracy theorist, but take it all the way back to the beginning of what we were discussing. And I remember thinking like, um, like with the election and Trump, and I do think it's all intentional. Or when I think, um, MJ, you were talking about like when like black parents are taken from homes and then you put people in mm. foster care and this yeah. and that. Sure. And I know I'm a conspiracy theorist. I know I'm paranoid, but it feeds into 
uh, poverty and mistrust of society, yeah. which, you know, and feed kids trying to, you know, make their own way and strive. And then they end up in the prison system. Da, da, da. I do believe all that shit is intentional. I do believe it's the okie doke. And we're all, I, I mean, I don't care who you are, white, black, male, woman, um, gender nonconformist. I feel like society tries to get you to conform so you just shush 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 that brilliance down whatever that unique weirdness is in you turn it off get in line so we can keep on keeping on as we have it's it's like what white shadow said it's like what white shadow said uh just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you Yeah, I'm just waiting for that book of secrets to be found and for that, for, you know. Oh, girl, the, you know, Trump is, if they don't put him in like Guantanamo ooh. or something, he's going to be selling all of that shit. Like, oh, yeah. I heard yeah, that. So gross. they actually were talking about on that news today about, you know, we've never had an instance where an outgoing president poses a threat to national security. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be even more fun than I thought it was. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what do you guys expect? He's, why is it that everybody else is going, oh, wait, he's an idiot. Right? I didn't know that. Fuck, right? Like like my husband said earlier to his mom, he's not a politician. Mm -hmm. This man is a failed businessman, um, you know, a failed reality star, um, you know, a a serial just, ugh, just misogynistic, Mm -hmm. just pig, Uh um, who was born with a very, very, very nice coated silver spoon in his mouth. And not only that, he was born into a family that probably never told him, well, besides his father, his his father always probably told him no, but nobody else ever did. And so he he just grew up only wanting to impress daddy. Yeah. Yeah. I could see his dad tell him like, Donnie, you're such an idiot. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, that's where it comes from. Yep. Um, And then his mom probably was... (laughs) <laughs> my husband goes well isn't he um but his mom probably was very quiet because i if i remember correctly i just watched something again on vice when i couldn't sleep um the night before the election and it was talking about his family history Narcissistic um, dad, yeah. They, yeah they were immigrants of course his grandmother came over here with nothing mm-hmm. you know his mother grew up like on the lower east side or whatever you know it was the hell's kitchen or whatever so she was probably very um just happy to be with where money was um if she was even around, because I'm trying to remember right. if they even talked about her. I know they heavily talked about his father. I would watch um, that Mary Trump interview. She talks about mm-hmm. it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like the mom was very like the dad was abusive emotionally, mm-hmm. but the mom was and the dad favored the oldest. Oh, yeah. The oldest kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, But the mom was very doting on him until he was about two. She got like deathly ill and that's was removed. Was. That's right. That's, yeah, that's yes. right. They, yeah, they did say that. Um, It kind of reminds me of the Menendez relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what without the, the murder, mm-hmm. but I feel like who else knows what else was going on, but I feel like it was just, a, it's, you know, a lot of uh, secrets behind closed doors mm-hmm. there, you know, and money bought it all. I mean, he bought his way into freaking Wharton. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not surprised. You know, I mean, can somebody hack into the SAT department and, and prove that this man got like a two he never even took him he paid someone to take him for him yes yeah Yeah. he did did. that's right yeah hey um so i i actually had skipped over something that i really wanted to mention earlier and i totally forgot about it i know dean's like okay i'm ready let's do it (laughs) i'm I'm also looking at the time and i know that we can get a little long sometimes but so there was something um that really caught my eye actually quite a few times in this episode um, especially around when the the house remodel 
and the narrative that they were, uh, <clears throat> sorry, the narrative that they were trying to present about uh, the Freeman family, um, how, you know, they were like, oh, homeless. So we're going to make sure you have the homeless people here and, and all that. But things like the sign that said free man's watermelon patch. There was a fried chicken dispenser. Mm-hmm. Like the the bedroom was like a basketball court with with beds right. on like, right. graffiti. That's right. 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 Yeah. So like yeah. none of that was done to make the house better. It was done to make it blacker. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, and you know to have that one black family in the neighborhood where everybody's lawns are manicured mm. and theirs has, you know, old Chevys and oh, it's ours. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got nature in our yard. That's what I like to say. We have nature. When I, yeah, when I do find my house, I'm like grass. We need some. We need water efficient. Mm. I need some succulents. I need some rocks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I just let whatever's no. growing grow out there. <laughs> As nature intended. Sorry. I like that. As nature intended. Don't fuck with nature. <sighs> but I think all that bullshit, like the basketball court and the fried chicken mm-hmm. dispenser, it was that same thing about you have to fit into the character mm-hmm. people cast you as like mm-hmm. what do you mean you, you don't like watermelon what come on yeah, like, yeah. yeah. i mean yeah. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest i don't like watermelon i don't either <gasps> I, I love don't. it <laughs> oh you guys you want to know how it's I, just I didn't get water a lot <laughs> you take a bite and it's just not there i don't understand you can cut a hole and put a bottle of vodka in <laughs> and i bet you'd like it i cool. thought that was gonna go somewhere hard left <laughs> <laughs> no come on that's not even a good texture as far as i know the three of us are missing something that's i might right be there. wrong I, I thought it was a recommendation but... <laughs> i'm just said it's a <laughs> leave it to my lovely husband to do something like american pie this conversation i love it i love it so i have to mention before we we take off um i received so many comments and people following me just to say you're tripping friends is not funnier And I challenge them to watch this clip. I don't care what you say. And I told one of the people, I said, look, I'm going to shock you. I don't like chicken and dumplings. I don't eat chicken off a bone. I don't like watermelon. And he was like, oh, oh, I might unfollow you. He was kidding and whatnot. But yeah. So Shadow's going to take your card. Black card away. Right? Girl, like Good. I feel like I have to fight for my black card sometimes. Like I, I totally understand that it still comes from that point of not feeling black enough, and I'm working on it. But like when I think of stereotypical black things that I don't like, the list is endless, and it fucking mm-hmm. it's like it's really unnerving to like. Well, I don't have much in common with a stereotypical black person. That's not true. That's just oh. on the surface, but still. Search right. a show called Black Bat Blasphemy on YouTube. Um, it's through oh, wow. this this content great this group, um, All Deaf Digital. But what it is is people saying things like, "I think Stevie Wonder's Happy Birthday is a ridiculous." <laughs> You okay, know, that one I, I love Stevie Wonder, but okay. <laughs> I love well, Happy Birthday is perfect. Or people going, "I've never listened to a Biggie album," or okay. um, "I have never." I think waves are stupid. You know, people shouldn't wear do rags and waves. My and edges so, are weird. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't, I haven't had any, especially now that I cut my hair. It's like I, yeah. 
<laughs> snatched. Yeah, I just want um, to shake my face and not look crazy. But you guys should watch it because it's very much that. Like it's, are we really like we're not a monolith? You know, right, so right. It, I it, was it, brought up to think that black people were a monolith, and I mm-hmm. wasn't. I was not necessarily better than that, but I was different from that. And yeah. it's just, it's just not true. It's just right. because my experience in life is so very white that I haven't met a lot of black people. And I yeah. hate to say it that way, but really, Seattle is so fucking white. It's ridiculous. I was going to say, girl, it's like you and who else? Uh, I mean, I work at a school where apparently probably like most of the black people in Seattle work because there's a lot of... (laughs) Yeah. Wait, you're into... Also, like Russell Wilson and Sierra. (laughs) Besides those two, yeah. Yeah, besides those like a... DJ. DJ. Dole him out. Oh, what about him? He's like the only other black person yeah. we actually know. Who's <laughs> That's not- true. I was like, what about him? What? Yeah, he's but, a- and he would be kind of the same. Like he's into anime, mm-hmm. and he's very like he's, he's a very a, nerdy techie he's guy. He's a blurred. Yeah, he's a black nerd. Yeah. Blurred. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's literally like the black people that I do know are very similar to me. We grew up here though, so it makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, but. I think it's exactly what MJ was saying. Though. Like, there is no, like, yes, there's a shared experience of discrimination, yes. of having our history kind of taken away from us, mm-hmm. um, of, like, survival in a way, mm-hmm. and, like, this sort of spirit of, yo, we're in a really shitty situation in this country. No shade. I know a lot of black people love America, but we're going to make jokes about everything. Like, I think those are the... We get through shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the common experiences, but then throw in, like, like you said, geography, uh, economic status. Like we there all are live black wildly. people who are, are like major Trump supporters. They're actually yeah. major Trump supporters. I, I like we uh, we were talking about this the other day. Like um, he uh, Dean asked me about something about like uh, understanding why white people might be voting for Trump, and I'm like, I, I I get that. That that's they're white people. That's what they're that's what they do. But black people voting against their best interests, in my opinion, voting for Trump, because as much as he says he's the best president for black people. And he's done so much for us. What has he actually fucking done? Racist person in the room. Um, I didn't know that. Do you guys buy Dodge bullets every time you go to the grocery store? Because we... (laughs) But, I mean, he Trump thinks that we do in Seattle. I mean, we're 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 run yeah. by anarchists here, and <laughs> well, that yeah, and that yeah. does lead into the white people question. Oh yeah, that's the, right. That is. Are you guys it, ready for that? Yeah. Well, yes. So so, and it's kind of an aggregate of conversations that I have had uh, <laughs> over over the years on Twitter, mostly uh, this week. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's just they haven't stopped. Yeah. <laughs> but you know why? Uh, the question is. Why do black folks vote so heavily for Democrats when it was the Democrats who created the KKK? <laughs> like when when he said he was going to pose this question, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like that question is, I would think, answered by now. Oh, well, it like, should but be. But there's so exactly, many. Yes, I there know. are so many who, who are willfully ignorant about the Southern strategy and, and so but I'll, I want you guys mm-hmm. to. <laughs> Black people us also as slaves. We used to eat chitlins and, you know, the scraps, but we don't now because it's not good for us. Well, some so, people do like, because of culture and that's fine. No, not but disgusting. I know, I don't, yeah. no, 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 I'm going to eat the neck no more. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> neck bones are good. I haven't like, <laughs> um, 
But no, it's kind of like, are, are you serious? <laughs> like this entire country, other than being built on our backs, was built upon racist men, whether it was a group that hid under freaking, you know, sheets or whether it was our president. So and even like and at the time calling Democrats and comparing them to what they are today is a complete misnomer. Just because it's the same party name does not mean it's the same people. Mm -hmm. And like what is called Republicans these days back before the civil rights uh, era those were the very left-leaning people. You know, that's why Republicans are always like, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah, back when oh. Abraham Lincoln, as a Republican, was a leftist. That's right. what happens. <laughs> and not a good person. Like, please stop using No, he was not a very good. I mean, he was, for, for the time that he lived in, he was very progressive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, but yeah, that's also yeah. like saying yeah. that, that uh, J.K. Rowling is a progressive writer. Beca- because, wait. Because no, 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 I'm with you. 20 I'm years with you. ago, she wrote progressive characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm now it's you. like, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, and she, and you know, what's funny is she can't, I, I don't think she's ever going to come out with anything else because she is so embedded oh, no. in who she, she is. She wrote a book with, under a pseudonym, or a series of books, I think, with oh, a transphobic character, with a character that was, like, very, like, negative, stereotyping trans person. That's She's right. a She's fucking right. horrible wow. person, just through and through. She needs to go away. I was poor. I was on welfare. Great. Mm. Guess what? You're also kind of bigoty. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just because you're poor doesn't mean that you can't be racist. Or a big right. put her back right. in Starbucks mm-hmm. where you found her. Um, but I'll also say to this too, like me and one of my friends from elementary school got in a fight over this back in the 2016 election because I was like, he was saying, like, don't be so close-minded to Trump. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, we we black people need to start stop uh looking for handouts and start, yeah, like start um like taking responsibility for our situation and all this kind of bullshit. Nope, sorry, I had to pop off. I don't even remember the shit that I wrote back. He was mil- he was in the military, mm. which is where that bullshit comes from. Where that comes from. Yep. Yep. Well, it was also just the the other fucking day, Jared Kushner, uh, like the son-in-law to our president, was saying the exact same fucking thing. Well, Mr. Trump can't want for black people to be more successful than they want for themselves. The walking cutout? Like, good Lord, shut up. So that's one thing that I am angry about is that there are, I've seen a group of people, you know, black people that are like, what are we celebrating? What is it going to do for us? And it's like, you guys have never heard. I mean, uh, okay. If it's you're saying it's of two evils, great. But where have you guys been for four years? Yeah. Okay. I would take yeah. Shamu. <laughs> okay. So like, let's, let's be positive and let's move forward. And let's, let's identify that even though very quickly after she was elected, they stopped calling Kamala or Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. I, I'm going to call her KK. Comma. Um, <laughs> I, always, I remember it by saying Kamala, Kamala. There we go. I like KK. I'm going to call her KK. Uh, <laughs> uh, sis KK. No, uh, very but shortly after they got elected, they stopped referring to her as possibly the first, you know, elected uh, women of color. And now it's just, she's the first woman. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. not, no, not, no, they all still, the, it's all still all over. Like, yeah. It's still all over that all she's the first black, the first uh, Indian and the first one to not have any known white in her. So like that that's, hear, that's, I'm, I'm hearing that we a lot. Counted, we went to a brewery the other day and we were sitting there because the beer was absolutely horrible, but it was, um, we were supporting somebody <laughs> that we 
school with. Oops, hope they don't watch. (laughs) So we were sitting there kind of waiting for us to like, you know, be able to push our cups to the side and run out. So we were watching, um, my best friend had brought it up. And so I was like, well, let's kind of check and see that. So we all kind of pulled out our phones and on TV and we were all on different, you know, media outlets. Um, my niece who's 25 and she's the most progressive Hawaiian girl I ever known. Um, but she was on like medium or something. And we all like for half an hour, we just sat there and we looked at all of these reports and every single, like I had, I wish I had the paper still. I was taking little, you know, notches and we were counting like every single one just left out woman of color, either black or yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted because I feel like I said, don't, don't take it away from us, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, because if I had a daughter, you'd be getting a KK doll. Yeah. I mean, her kids are so fucking cute in their little like tea party dresses and Doc Martens. Oh my God. If I had children, I would dress them like that so fast. Yeah. She, does, she have kids? <laughs> hmm? does she have kids? She's got two mm-hmm. kids. She's got two oh, little girls. She's got two more girls. Yeah. She's got step kids uh-huh. too, but I don't know. Like she didn't, she, the only time I think that I've ever seen her with them was on, uh, on the night when she accepted. The, yeah, the nomination. We don't put so. our kids in the street like that. Yeah, uh, she's not doing that. Um, um, I love this Carol Beyonce. Oh no, Mary J. Blige. By the way, I just have to shout her out. That was real. When she came out to do her her speech uh, that night, I was like, "Go ahead, girl. You better come out to some Mary J." I do want to go back to these fucking Republicans, though, and why yes. black people should not yeah. vote Republican, mm-hmm. which is that, listen, uh, and listen, guys, we can talk about both parties sucking, but that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. If you look at like systemic racism, oppression, whatever. One party votes very strongly to keep those locks in place. One party votes very strongly towards progress, equal pay, um, police reform, et cetera. Whereas one party is not even willing to have those conversations. So that is why we tend to vote Democratic. Okay. Yes. yes. And, and we don't, and we don't necessarily parents do and whatnot okay great we do that that's that's what we do that's how we learn that's our that's our you know yeah. our center of focus um now a lot of times i my husband and i being one went to college you get your own bank account you get your own bills you get your own things and as your life changes then you know your interests may change or who you go for but overall i mean who pushed to give everybody the stimulus Mm-hmm. Who was pushing to get everybody, even though people did some crimes and, you know, got the EDD on the, on the shouldn't have. But who was pushing for that? It wasn't it wasn't the other side. Right. You know, they were pushing to help their homies and, the you know, the Fortune 500 companies and to bail out these stupid ass banks again. Um, so, yeah. So it, it's I agree with you. It's it's a mirror image of who meets our best interest. And I don't, if I hear one more black person just sit up and say, oh, we really didn't win. Why are people dancing? Because we just got out of the worst, you know, nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Cougar freaking dream ever. Um, That's why people are dancing, you know, Mm -hmm. so. And it's also kind of a relief, not necessarily a celebration, but a relief. And... The daughters of okay, so I I was incorrect on the two little girls that Harris was dancing with. That those were her nieces. So. Oh, okay, okay. But she's got two stepchildren who are adults now. But yeah. she was she became their stepmom when they were younger. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought her husband looked um, a bit older. Um, oh yeah. No, I mean not yeah, really. Not, not, not it's the, it. the their 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 marriage is pretty much mirroring me and Dean. 
Like he's a few years older with two kids. She's she came in as a stepmom and kind of made herself. They're, they're, uh, Doug and Kamala are the exact same age. Yes. They were both born in '64. Well, well, there you go. Hopefully, Black don't crack there. So yeah, he their um designer will help him out a bit because maybe a couple <laughs> like you know the very. JC Penny beige, like that's what I've just seen him in. Maybe he's just trying to fall into the background. Look, yeah, yeah. to him, I mean, to her, that he is probably the finest man and dresses the best. But let's go, you know, <laughs> she looks older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he fucking yeah. loves her. Oh, yeah. oh god, oh, he, he is. He is. You can tell. He is so. Fu- Dean gets so worked I, up when I, he I, sees a genuinely like in love couple. He's so cute. Because adorable. I mean, he was really. wearing he was wearing a t shirt that yes. said just said Kamala. That's all it said. <laughs> and he was like opening his shirt anytime there was a camera around. Like, look, look I'm at like, this. I'm like, you know, if you were, I would be doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, he would. He absolutely would. I'm absolutely deeply, deeply in love with your black queens. You know, very, very much. You know, um, and how awesome is it that we're going to have the first, you know, what are they going to call him? Oh, they just printed The second gentleman. The second gentleman. That's right. That's what they were saying. I was thinking of Scandal because I was like, didn't on Scandal. (laughs) So bad. On Scandal, didn't they have a a, a vice president that was a woman Um, for a very short time? Yeah. Um, But yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, that's pretty. I, I think that's pretty cool. And I'm actually very happy that I'm going to be able to talk to my grandbabies who are going to be many years in the future, <laughs> and, um, you know, and talk to them about it and say how I didn't have to drink a whole bottle of Tito's. I just drank half in celebration, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, it's pretty neat. So all of you out there that are telling us like, oh, give me time. Y'all didn't give us time four years ago. So nope. You're still oh, not going to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just one more, one more thing before we move on. But, uh, I just wanted to say that again, black people, not a monolith. I brought up before that this election was won on the backs of black people, um, in cities like Philadelphia and Atlanta and pretty much all over, but black people, at least the, um, progressive end of that section of people, have been for years moving away from the Democratic Party. Like, that's mm-hmm. the whole reason why Trump won, because black people didn't vote four years ago. Not really. Mm-hmm. Not not in the anywhere near the numbers that they're voting now. Right. Um, and that took, you know, a lot of activism from people like Stacey Abrams and, and such like. Dean Dean's writing down stuff as if I haven't been listening to him watching CNN for three fucking months straight. Like, I may not pay attention. I, no. I may have made you turn the TV off over the last few nights so I could have like some sleep. But no, I, 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 I'm just so excited for. He really I mean, is. It's I've, adorable. I want. I want. I, I. You know, I'm in love with Stacey Abrams. Yes. I think she's Same. fucking awesome, she's awesome. and she, she deserves all the member. props yeah. for fucking yeah. for where we got in oh Georgia. Yes. I'm sorry, my my brain just remembered something. Uh, somebody was speculating on cabinet positions earlier, and you know, Stacey Abrams was definitely in there. Bernie Sanders was in there, and they were um, positing. They were trying to think of the best uh, um, attorney general that they, or it's attorney general for Barr, right? Yeah, they were trying to think of of who would be the best attorney general to really get under the skin of Republicans, and someone said Michelle Obama, and I am fucking oh, here for God. that. She's it got law degrees. She knows her Man. shit. She is smart as fuck. There's no scandals. Yeah, I, 
She, no, she, she wouldn't. I don't. I don't see her getting back into politics at all. The fact that Barack Obama did not get into this election season until it was like the wire. She was probably like, no, no, no. Fine, you really need go. Go help your friend. Go help your friend. But no, like, imagine I having her in a position of actual power. Yeah, I, I could see her randomly just going on like, uh, if Ellen's still around. But let's just say somebody and go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, Malia just got married. It was great. It was fantastic. And, oh, you know, Barry and I are talking and I'm going to run. Like, I could see it. I could, you know, see it in mid to late 50s. I, you know, early 60s, maybe. I, I could see her throwing a little bit of time in there. Um, you say that as if, just, isn't that how, they, how old they are now? Um, like, I'm yeah. almost 42. She is not near my age. Yeah, she's 56 right now. She's oh, already I'm in her late 50s. 58, 59, 60. No, uh, she could be like, you know, old auntie. I'll call everybody auntie or sis. And oh, yeah. Maxine, you know, I could see her in there just wearing her nice pantsuits oh, wow. and her scarves and the in kids there. Are and, 19 and 22. Uh, I bet, like the oldest one is like smoking cigarettes like crazy and with her very, very rich boyfriend. I'm like, go ahead, girl. At least you got cool. you a nice little rich <laughs> Like I say um, to Natalie, girl, live your yeah. life. Do it. Um, Don't let anybody shame you out of having fun when you are young, yeah, because yeah, I tell yeah, you what, yeah. I try to have fun now and my body just goes, Mm-mm. nope. <laughs> Don't let anyone shame you out of it when you're older either. Oh, hell um, no. I'm enjoying my life by just having to uh, listen to my body more. <laughs> I am planning my Burning Man, you know, excursion. I I would love to go to Burning Man at least once in my life, but I don't think um, I could handle that at this point because it's so... Yeah. Stimulating. Yes, yeah. exactly. Thank you. Yes. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Um, although I do have to say I'm, I'm leaning, if I ever was to go to a big one, I might end up going more towards, um, oh God, what's it called? Wasteland. The one okay. that's like Mad Max in the middle oh, of the, the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I'd get into that. <laughs> a little bit more than no. the glittery rave stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, Coachella is on my list. I mean, I wanted to go when Eminem performed. Um, and I'm I'm like, $600 for what? Yeah. And then I've got to sleep on the ground. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go. Um, and EDC, because I'm a huge EDM fan. So I do just want to go and do everything that is entailed. Um, <laughs> Well, we have no idea that. what you're talking about. Speaking of which, uh, for this election, I would like to congratulate Drugs for winning the war on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Right? Portland. Portland. I want to move to Portland. Everything is fucking legal now. I mean, just, I mean, not really, but yeah. Like, fuck y'all. Y'all don't have a right. We're here. We're staying here. We. Got, it's like, yeah, it definitely, definitely. I mean, so. I, I can't, I can't help but dream of a day when I can go to a store like I go to a marijuana dispensary and get microdosing of acid or mushrooms or whatever because those things have been proved to help anxiety and depression and that's my fucking life like I literally like I'm like I would just I would like to on a medically like follow like a medical plan and, and all of that but you can't fucking do that because it's illegal and it's only illegal because it's fucking scary and it's yeah. only scary because they made it that way. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, but this whole time, they've been taking it and getting enlightened and doing right. all that. Exactly. been getting bad. I will say, and I'll admit, I did it for, I, I've done dreams twice. Once, when I was in college, we watched Finding Nemo. I felt like I was drowning. I hated it. Um, and then 
probably about three months ago, a friend of mine was like, here, try these. And I was like, these look like penises. And he's all, they're called penis envies. <laughs> um, and we were oh, yeah. I may or may not yeah. have some in my kitchen right now. I don't know what <laughs> you're oh, We are totally about, yeah, we have to stop online. Because we're totally about to, we just found out the kingdom in the kitchen. <laughs> Your white shadows just turned up Mariah. <laughs> oh no, That if I had a white shadow, believe me, they would have shown up before and, now. You know, and let me, let me kind of go, John C. McGinley as the white oh shadow God, was so perfect. perfect for that. So perfect. I mean, yeah. you, you, uh, you probably know him from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he w- he was the the asshole the doctor. Asshole doctor. Yep. He was also yeah. in Office Space as mm-hmm. one of the Bobs. So <laughs> yeah, love him. He's he's, he's, he's the perfect kind of like smarmy white guy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do like him. There's some good ones that we know by face, and then you say the name. I'm like, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm I either remember your face or your name. I rarely remember both. Um, <laughs> and a lot of that I don't have face blindness, but a lot of it is that I don't. Unless I see you a lot, I don't notice different features. So mm-hmm. I don't actually memorize your face until I've become a friend with you, which yeah. was big trouble in, in when I was in roller derby and people would get offended when I didn't remember them when I was like working the volunteer booth at RollerCon or something like that. Like, oh, my God, Red. It's like, oh, hi. I know you from here, uh, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's, here's the trick for that. You always turn to like a, whoever's with you and be like, oh my God, MJ, this is... Have you two met? <laughs> I would do that. I would yeah. be like, hey, have you guys met? And then yeah. I would let them introduce themselves. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go, you can say your name, but it's so rude for me to do it. Right. Right. I, exactly. I, exactly. I, my trick is, what do you like I'm to go by? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a hugger. So I'll be like, oh my God. And I'll always lean in and be like, what's the And usually at that time, they'll be like, oh, such and such. And I go, oh, okay. Okay. Because um, it's time to like disarm them in a way. Um, but yeah, I, I remember people by first and last name. My husband goes, how in mm. the hell do you know? remember somebody from kindergarten and i'm like yeah. see no uh, i can i can I'm, remember a few names from like five years ago and beyond <laughs> but faces if i haven't seen you in a few years no yeah <laughs> and i walked up to my best friend i was like did you see such and such she's like girl i wouldn't know such and such if you came but just like right here on my forehead <laughs> yep i was like we went to school since fifth grade she's like i don't, I don't know what you're talking about um but yeah so oh. one of those things one of those things well ladies it's always so fantastic yeah i i say this every single time and in fact i i before when dean and i were sitting and watching the the show a couple times before this i was like you know every single tuesday when we record i don't necessarily look forward to it because i that i'm gonna have to be on (laughs) but like once it's here I'm like okay yeah this is awesome I'm having fun I'm talking to friends I'm enjoying myself I'm getting something out of off my off my back or or out of my system or whatever and like you know I told my therapist this is like therapy to me and she just loves it Uh, yeah it it totally is and that the fact that we come from different walks of life Mm -hmm. and we were able to act over a tv show and a tv show that was 15 years old (laughs) yeah um, but the conversations that we dive into, like I said before, it's so genuine. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just actually my my post, you guys will see. My <laughs> post I propose that it's no longer Taco Tuesday, but ladies Aww. of Woodcrest Tuesday. So yeah. I like that. Yes, me too. We should take it over. Take it over. No, people are gonna be like tacos are damn good. I don't know, but if you guys are like, <laughs> why not both? 
Oh. Right? Yeah. Have talk. Well, actually, the episode comes out. Episodes come out on Saturdays, right? Yeah. Saturdays. Saturday so um, Saturdays could be. It could be. Could be that. Mm. So you guys are thinking clean. I completely thought a different dirty way. Oh, I, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I just am. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we we talk about things a lot when y'all aren't around, too. So anyway. Yeah. I, <laughs> You guys are pretty. Oh. <laughs> it's all love. Every oh time, God. you know, every, it's like it's hard to get off, but we're like, God, we, we all got right. to do. <laughs> right. Every time it gets to be about like, yeah, we're, we're closing in on two hours now. And usually we're about an hour and a half. So when we get like here, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. On that note, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Don't take this the wrong way, but. I need you to get the hell up out of here. Hey, thanks for joining us again as we make our way through the trials and tribulations of the Freeman family. We hope to see you back again next week for Return of the King. Want to know where to find us on the social medias or where to subscribe to the podcast? Just head right over to www.theboondockspod.com slash links. Have a stupid white people question you want to leave us? Email us at host at theboondockspod.com or leave us a voicemail at 760-933-8636. That's 760 we three undo shout out to the artists who've created our intro and outro tunes our intros hashtag make a change by k-i-r-k you can find them on spotify itunes and title our outro is good times by audio binger you can find them on freemusicarchive.org and youtube